Um, do you have a throw-up bucket? I don't know why you're out of breath, because you're the one been taking the time to get your workouts in lately, and I've been with kids and haven't, but I'm not panting. Hmm, interesting. I've been doing plenty of things with the kids. <laughs> um, where you been? We haven't done a podcast since 1948. Where you been? Um, well, I was filming 14-hour days. That was hard. Uh, yeah. That's Raising hard. the kids. Yeah. What was I doing? I think you were catching up on documentaries on your laptop at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> when you get tired. Uh, do you write all of your own material? Do you have ghostwriters that come on in and spring these little gems on you? Do you want me you? to, like, um, Pat me down? Yeah, because you're really winded. I just, yeah, I went for it. Here, let's take the... Wait, wait that's where my cho- chocolate... You're gonna cho- that's, you just put chocolate on me. Is it going to mess up your hair? Is it? How's it look? It's okay. You sure? It's a little wiry. You need a trim. It's okay, though. You look good. Mmm, <laughs> that chocolate. We're filming now. Yeah, so our first filmed podcast. <laughs> we, um, we decided to film this because it had been a long time, and uh, we were looking at doing Kicking and Screaming as a TV show. We were thinking about it. We thought, well, let's... We're just flirting with the idea. Mm-hmm. You know what we're doing? We're taking the idea of Kicking and Screaming as a TV show, and we're taking it behind the bleachers, and we're, like, talking to it. <laughs> we're, like, talking we're to it about... it over. Well, that's... Well, that's more than flirting with the idea. That, oh, that's right. <laughs> sorry. That's my version of that's flirting. giving. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, gonna, I flirt. How do you flirt? I was going to say like we smoke a cigarette and sort of talk <laughs> about things. But you, you basically just bent our TV show over a, over the bleachers and just basically gave it a baby. That's, that's our marriage. <laughs> You're like TV show. <laughs> Speaking of babies, um, would you ever have another baby? No, never. Here's the thing, I would have another baby if I could. Give the baby making part of it. Well, let me. That sounds no, because I want the sex part of it. But I, the part where the wife becomes insane and a bitch. That part, like that other part. I'm with you. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm become a cliche of myself. I, I'm. I'm sick of being such an overwhelmed human being towards my children. Well, my it's 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 that you were. And you always seem to know how to do it just so much better. You were crazy. I mean, you went crazy. When. When, Which when you're time? specifically, no, specific, well, and last night, specifically when you, you got um, laid twice this week. So you, by the way, you have a number two on getting laid twice this week, whether it's two or not, you put it in it your head. It happened twice. It happened twice in the bathroom while story was sleeping on our bed uh-huh. and then in the bed when you got home. What's, Dude, what's, what's your week to week? It. Like, where does your week end? Like when you say twice Within a week. Within a seven-day period. <laughs> it's commonly known so as that's, a week. Okay, got it. So that's how you run the week. Okay, no, no. no I understand. Well, when your head is up your ass, I understand. It's really hard to keep time. Amazing. I, the thing is, is that you, when you were pregnant. Yes. I don't. The first eat, time or second time? The whole thing is like a weird sort of, <laughs> like sort of metallic pain in my universe. <laughs> you, know what, you know what doesn't make any sense? Is that. You had a very extreme sense of pregnancy memory, like, like, like you couldn't remember anything, like forgetfulness that happened when you first got pregnant with Story and then happened again later, mm-hmm. but it never came back. Your memory never came back. That's the problem? 
Because well, I don't remember all of the shitty things you did. You no, should think that's wonderful. That's not your answer. I, that's just that's your ghostwriter answer. Your real answer. I want to know what happened in your memory. Like like we say now, like there's little things where you can't remember where you put your phone every 12 minutes. That never used to happen to okay, you. Okay, when you're running around with the kids, here's my phone. <laughs> you're running around. Yeah, what? Oh, oh, oh. You want something from outside? Oh, you're gonna climb up on the treehouse? Oh, uh, uh. oh running I it, inside. Oh, you're wet. Wait, don't. What? Oh, my phone. Oh, what? Uh, oh, oh, now we're in the tub. Oh, now we're on the roof. Oh. That's where my phone goes. I can't keep track of it all because. Wouldn't you rather me um, have more attention on the safety of our children than remembering where this stupid fucking thing is? At this is? point, no. I'd rather you find your phone. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> it makes me crazy when, very logical. when we can't find the phone all the time. So that, got, that made me worried that, right. that it never came back. And then I thought, well, if you get pregnant again, like, what's going to go? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm worried about basic motor skills. <laughs> So like I, the memory went away so bad, mm-hmm. and a couple of it other really things. did. I'll be like in press lines, and they're like, "So what was your favorite film this year?" I'm like, <laughs> uh, oh, that. I'm wearing a great Chanel lipstick." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I worry about like if we had another kid, mm-hmm. where um, <laughs> what would happen? <laughs> like where where did I leave the kid? I could see you walking like, out just <laughs> press <laughs> naked, <kid>. clothes, <laughs> bird. I um, think it's just a symptom of being overwhelmed. I don't think so. <laughs> and I think that I'm one to talk. You wouldn't know. I being think that overwhelmed. I, I think that I'm an expert on the subject. So how could we have another baby without dealing with that part? Adoption. With, but I I like. Then our, I don't have to go through the whole hormonal. Yeah, but I like coaster. our business. I like our business being involved. Like I want. I mean, I do want to adopt at some point. But I'd like I'd like a girl that was our business. Oh God. Could we do it? Oh God. You think no? Oh, my God. What about if we wait until the oldest is able to babysit? I won't have eggs that function by that point. But we can do things with them now, right? Technology's worked this out, right? We can freeze them. Well, you just think they, like, stick a rubber glove hand up, grab the eggs, and pull them out? I didn't read the book. I don't know. How do they do it? It's hormones. Like, you have to take all kinds of hormones. You go crazy. I don't think you want me doing that. Wait. (laughs) Why don't we just adopt a Korean... I mean, a um, Korean... <laughs> um, where's the rewind button on this podcast? Where's, uh, where's the politically correct pause button? You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna dub in amazing. So you'll say the word Korean, but the word amazing will be done. But we'll have we'll have someone else do the dub in. So it'll be a bad voiceover of why don't we just get a why don't we just get a and you'll say Korean, but it'll just come out amazing. <laughs> Can I have your towel? I'm sweating with sure, laughter. Sure, here's my... Here, let me put some chocolate on you. <laughs> so, Jenna was telling us about Croatian, why we should... Uh, why we should adopt Korean babies. Since that seems to be the dominating um, gene in our the, children, the is Cro- my side. The Croatian side? Uh-huh. Because both of my kids are good-looking and they look like you. You bred the ugly right out, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You figured that out. It's another ability it's I have. bred the ugly right out of my... My kids are way too good-looking for them to be mine. <sighs> if, <laughs> so... Uh, Korean adoption. Your kids are too ugly to be yours. Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, Is like that your, they're too ugly. Your yeah. kids are too ugly to be yours. No, no, That's no, what no. You said. No, I didn't say that. Did I say that? No, my kids. Huh. I'm too. Oh shit! Wait a minute. I think you said my kids are too <laughs> ugly. <didn't you? laughs> okay, okay. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Where's the rewind button? Okay. My, I'm too ugly for those beautiful kids to be mine. Did I say my kids are too ugly? I don't to know. Be... You may have said it right, and I heard it wrong. Oh, Let me chop it. Oh. Okay. Mm. So when I was pregnant the first time, I don't feel like I lo- I had a bad memory. I feel like I got a... <laughs> the best part would be like I don't remember anything. <laughs> I feel like mm-hmm. I lost my memory on the second kid because I was filming 
I was trying to raise a two-year-old. You lost your mind on the second kid. <laughs> but the first one had the, had the boob things. The boobs got, okay. stuff happened. First, let's just say I was two weeks late. Yeah. Middle of summer. Yeah. I'd gained 80 pounds. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't notice. Whale. I didn't notice that you were huge. My vagina was still available to you, so shut the fuck up. Oh, there was? Yeah. You went through the pregnant horny stage. That was amazing. We've talked about that already. Yeah. Then they have to, he doesn't come, like there's no nothing. So they're like, well, <laughs> just cut you open and take him out. So they cut him, me open, take him out. And then I'm like trying to breastfeed him and trying to learn how to do that while healing something that hurts so bad it's insane. And I'm so tired because he wants to feed every five seconds. I haven't slept in days. I come home and I'm like, I walked in the door and I remember just going like, now what do you do? Like, what do you just put him on I the know, couch? I know, it's really weird. Like, you're like... Like, I didn't know what to do with the baby. Like, I didn't know what to do. I think that's where parents are supposed... And ours weren't... Yours are out of town and and mine were not around. And so, and so pause, politically correct pause button. And so um, we didn't have parents that weren't, that were there yeah. for it. That tell you what to do with your yeah, kid when I you walk in the front door. Yeah, I think you're supposed to come home and then like your, your and mom. And then the, the village takes the baby yeah. while the mom sleeps. Recuperates. Oh, and that's the, what was supposed to happen. And I was the dad goes and like celebrates and drinks like a strong brew in a hut with oh. all the other guys and tells stories and hunts. And then, but that didn't happen. That really didn't happen. Well, first of all, I couldn't walk. Oh, right. <laughs> so a week before I'm due, he breaks his fucking ankle and has to get surgery and is in like a fucking wheelie thing. <laughs> Can't carry his kid. You know those, you know those He's wheel- in the operating room, rolling over in the operating room to the little you bassinet. Ha- you have to get the idea of what this is. It's not a wheelchair. It's like a rolling, it's like a rolling It's a rolling thing cart to put your knee, no, you put your knee in it and then you, it's like, you know when you see those dogs with three legs but one of them's a roller? That was It's you. like that. That was you. So it's like, I had a rolling cart that one leg could move around And I on. couldn't drive myself. I was so big, uh, I couldn't even drive myself. And, and then I, he was like rolling around the house and I'm like the, walking around like a beached whale. In the operating room, I was so out of my mind happy that I totally forgot. And I managed to do everything in that operating room with one leg. Like I went over to the doctor, helped clean him up, got him in my arms, gave him to get, like I did everything with one leg all hopping. Well, you didn't like hold him with one hand and wheel of No, I, I you couldn't carry him. No, I hopped. I was hopping all oh, with you're one. hopping. All with one, holding the baby with one. Like I was so right. excited, like I went out of my body and was doing superhuman things. But then once I hopping got- Hopping on one leg is superhuman. <laughs> it's a good analogy. I mean, <laughs> That's what superhuman is to you. We need to like have a little t- talk there. Unbelievable. Hmm. It's unbelievable. It's not Carry fair. on. Well, I was going to say that when I got home, that... Your, all your superhuman skills. If that was called superhuman, <laughs> superhuman. whatever that was, My superhuman was skills left because then I just laid in bed. <laughs> I and did fucking nothing while my nipples were falling off. What's the deal? What happened with those nipples? I couldn't get him to latch on right. And the lactation consultants were like telling me things and I was doing it, but I was so tired. And Moms he wasn't have been doing, doing this it. For a yeah, trillion but they have babies. a village, and a trillion babies have done this. Maybe more. No, this is why I'm on the board of Best for Babes to help women breastfeed because it's not always easy. Yeah, it's that not was an insane. intuitive thing. I remember seeing your nipples like look like they were just barely there, and like just by a, like a dangle. They of were dangling. Skin. There was like great, very little left. Sexy. <laughs> I remember you crying a lot of tears. No, I was crying. in. So because I couldn't get him to latch on right, 
then he wasn't getting enough milk. Right. And I'm a milk maker. I made yeah. plenty of milk that he wasn't getting. So then my boobs were like this big. Plus yeah. I had gained 80 pounds. So they were this big <laughs> and rock hard. And I couldn't even touch them. It hurt so bad. Ugh. And then I had my little personal village of my girlfriends over. And then I had to stand in the shower with my arms up, <laughs> crying like this, while my girlfriends had olive oil and were like rubbing my boot. I'd stand in the hot water. <laughs> walk to the edge of the shower and then my girls were there with the olive oil like rubbing my boobs to try and get the milk flowing while I just stood there crying <laughs> and then I think someone brought and him over I'd to me and pump and then I think someone brought him over to me in the bed because <laughs> that's where I was I have a picture of you with the remote oh shut up <laughs> oh shut up and then I'm like trying to then he's trying to, I'm trying to feed him in the middle of the night I'm so tired my hair I haven't sh- I haven't bathed I hadn't bathed in like <laughs> Nine days, my hair was like it was pretty raunchy. This and greasy <laughs> and all matted up like a homeless person, and my boobs were killing me. My nipples were hanging off, and then he's like crying and not eating. And Bodhi in the middle of that's going. So what do you think is happening? What do you think is wrong? <laughs> I was. I'm what a, do you think's wrong? I'm a problem solver. Yeah. So I'm if a, I knew I, it was wrong, I would have solved it by now, I'm, motherfucker. Well, God. my viewpoint. You have to look at my viewpoint. My viewpoint is that. I feel like this had been done before. Like, I don't have a lot of math or statistics or analytics to back it up, but I feel like people had had babies before, and I want to know, what did they do? Like, what was... But don't ask me in the moment of it. If I had an answer, I would have solved it. What's going on here, and why isn't this happening correctly? Like, I wanted to know. I know, but you ask me every time, like four times a day, while I'm sobbing, trying not to scream and pain in my baby's face. I'm a problem solver. I like to figure things out. No, you're very good at that. Yeah. Just not in my face while I'm in the problem, asking me what the problem is. I, th- I think the next one was a lot easier when the ne- when we had our second one. But I recall just... Well, because I had read a book to figure out how to do it right for the next time. The latching to get the mouth... The latch to, thing. The latch, mm-hmm. the latching, mm-hmm. <laughs> the hinge, to get it to hinge correctly. But how great um, how with our first kid we used that milk to yeah. help a kid who was born drug addicted and was going through horrible methamphetamine withdrawal. Yeah. And we used my milk because he was not surviving well and couldn't take any formula. And I had so much extra milk that we started giving him. It was a friend of ours, um, a family member. They didn't know was on drugs and had a methamphetamine-addicted baby and gave him our milk, my milk. And he totally recovered and is now a flourishing child that they have officially adopted. So that was a success story. You totally saved his life. Despite my pain. Today's podcast was brought to you by Breast Milk for Children. (laughs) Here on Kicking and Screaming, we are sponsored by actual mother's breast milk. No particular mother, but just across, a general across the nation, mothers send us money to represent their breast milk. That'd be great. You did, that would be great. We should raise money for human milk for hospitals. Oh my God, that would be amazing. That's needed. But that's a separate thing that's not as funny as our podcast, so. We were talking about Koreans. Now, where were we? (laughs) Korean babies. You wanted to adopt a Korean. Croatian, but it came out Korean. It's okay. It'll just come out. It'll just get dubbed, and the word "amazing" will just be heard, and we'll get a professional voiceover artist to do it. Though a Korean kid would be awesome. Yeah, I love Koreans. Like whenever we go to the Korean spa, I love watching those families. They're family orientated. They're there's they have like a good family unit. They're rad. I love Korean. I love Korean culture. Um, I sit uh, in the sauna and I just watch the soap opera. I love Koreans. And I love love Italians, I love Canadians, I love Japanese, I love Africans, I love, um, I have a bit of a problem with French Canadians, which I've communicated before because I feel like it's taking two really interesting uh, uh, cultures, but breeds them incorrectly so they become like a dysfunctional dog with bad hips. (laughs) 
<laughs> the French Canadians have a way of making everything overdone. Like, I'm going to tell you that when this morning I got up, again, the sun was right there. I'm telling you, the sun was, it was like in the sky. It's that, true. Yeah, like everything is like, like, wow, that's absolutely fucking amazing. <laughs> There's worse things. There's worse people on earth. Totally. And, and the French themselves are aesthetic. And the, you don't like French people. No, I don't like Parisians. Oh, Not Parisians. true. I love French people. Oh, okay. Parisians are out of their fucking mind. Oh, okay. A- they're out of their fucking mind. And then Canadians, I love. I love. Although I had an incident where I... This was one of the great stupidest things I've ever said, and I've said so many stupid things. I was sitting down with a well-known comedian. A well-known? A well-known. A well-known Canadian comedian. Mm-hmm. Canadian comedian. <laughs> and... We were talking about Canada versus America, this and that, and I said, like, like what good comedians come out of Canada? Now, oh, I want to communicate that... That's a dangerous, that, dumb question. No, 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 That knowledgeable in the subject now shows that actually almost All every phenomenal comedian that's ever existed in the last 50 years, 75% of them are Canadian. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know something else? Do you know how stupidity you know what, is contagious? Yeah, tell me <laughs> and more. because you're a lot smarter than me in a lot of areas, so I just say whatever you say, like a seven-year-old kid imitates their parents. I don't do this anymore because <laughs> I've learned my lesson. What was the part about smarter? <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, in a lot of areas, you are not smarter than me. What areas am I not smarter than you? <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of areas, you really are. But in a lot of them, I trump you so hard. I, don't, I don't, can't even think of one area that I'm not, that I'm not smarter than you. In. Go ahead. I'm teasing. I don't think you are. But no, so, I, I think you're smarter um, in every category. I'm so I once ahead. said that to someone. Oh, the Canadian thing? that yeah, I, I was like, what kind funny comedian people come out of Canada? Because I was just saying whatever Bodhi says because oh he's God. smarter than me, so I'll just say what he says. This was, I was... I got looked at like I was I know. a moron. I know, I don't know. I, I think I know... That's what, what happens I, when you don't think for yourself. No, I know why I said what I said in retrospect. Here's what it was. Okay. I grew up really enamored by African-American comedians like... Uh, uh, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy, and these were the guys, Red Fox, like these were the guys that I listened to the most. And so I had like an immersion of sort of African-American culture that my mind went to on comedy. So when I said like, what good comedians come from Canada? Forgetting an entire other culture of from, you know, Steve Martin and John Candy, like the list just goes on and on and on. Jim Carrey, I mean, it was just, it's incredible how wrong I was, but at the time in my mind I felt right. But the actor... Uh, put me in my place pretty bad, and to this day, I still think he thinks I'm an idiot. And I was—I'm not, not a an great idiot. feeling. I'm not an idiot, but in but that someone, moment, I wasn't an, I was an idiot. Yeah, yeah I—I've I, been an idiot probably more than I've not been an idiot. I'm sure I've been an idiot far more than I've not been an idiot. Yeah, absolutely. But it's okay. At least we know we're idiots. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you meet someone well known and they make you feel like crap? Like I hate that. There's like most people are very gracious, but occasionally you'll meet someone and they make you feel crappy. Like, I, I hate that sensation of that I don't yeah. have time for you viewpoint or that kind of crappy, like, who are you again or why are you here? You know, I I really <laughs> hate that. Yeah. And I feel like if you're a known person, you have kind of, uh, though I've met many a known person who does not share this point of view with me, um, that you have a little bit of a social obligation to set a good example as a known person. You can't just because you're known or you're accomplished doesn't give you like just some right. bill of rights to like just act as you please. It should get you a bill of rights to like to flirt with girls but not to mm. act like a jerk. 
Like if, the more well known I get, the more I want to be able to flirt with girls. But I don't want to be mean. I just want to. I want. I want to have an instant like, oh yeah, you're sexy. Like that girls immediately think I'm sexy. Like I want that. Hmm. Okay, you let me know how that goes for you. Um, but it is disappointing when you meet someone who is so self-important and uh, can't see the culture through the trees. Right. Um, but it's always nice when you meet a really down-to-earth, open... Robin Williams, I met him once. I didn't have the opportunity to get to work with him, but I remember I was carrying... Yeah. Um, my firstborn child was nine weeks old, and I was in Connecticut doing a movie. Yeah. And I had him with me, and I had a friend who was in Connecticut doing a whole different movie with yeah. Robin Williams, who I went to visit. Yeah. And I had just gotten my baby out of the car, and I'm, he was sleeping, and I walked to the side stage door, and Robin Williams was happening to walk in at the same time, and I was just telling story this yesterday because yeah. he saw a picture of Robin Williams on the cover of a magazine and yeah. so he started asking questions so I had to explain to right. him Robin's life and fate yeah and he was asking me questions about that and that was interesting yeah as a parent having to explain things like that um but I kind of just veered the the story um to how funny and awesome he was and um he was saying a sleeping baby what do they dream about <laughs> And so he started doing this whole bit about like, like where's the nipple? Fart gas. And then like laughing and then just back to the titty. And it was this whole like bit about amazing. baby's point of reference is so limited. What are they dreaming about? That's amazing. And he did a whole bit right outside that I was laughing so hard. And it was this moment in time that was so specific and playful and wonderful and generous with his talent. Yeah. And um, and story was like digging that you know he was, it was interesting. Yeah, that's. I'm glad that you got to tell him that. It was fun. Moment of silence for Robin Williams. So when are we? But he would prefer laughter. So we're gonna go back to laughter. Okay. Okay. When do we adopt our Korean baby? Oh, the Korean baby. Um. What? How would you? How would we? Would like what would be the period of time where you'd feel like it's okay? To start all over raising a whole nother child well, after I get through those initial sleep barriers can you that get I just one that's found older? my way out of? Can you get like a 10-year-old? Yeah, that's just like a whole other set of circumstances of they have their whole life they've lived and now yeah. you bring them to another life. Yeah, you want to... The whole thing, which is needed and there are kids who need that yeah. and we probably are people Oh God, when you do the politically that. correct thing, it's, it's, it just gets me. Sorry, I thought it was the kind human being <sighs> thing, not the politically correct thing. a little thing. bit kind of like politically correct thing a little bit that's in lieu of me punching you in the face <sighs> okay great pause for politically incorrect <clears throat> husband button it's already been done <laughs> that's old news <laughs> have we done that podcast did we do a podcast where you be about you beating me up yeah i think we did where i was in my spanx and nothing yeah. else Wailing on you? Beat the shit out of me? I think we did. With my boobs flying free and my spanks up to here. I feel like we did. And mascara running down my I think it's in the first one, isn't it? I can't remember. The very first one where you beat me up. Mm. It's hard to remember all the the things. Every time I beat you up. It's hard to remember every time you've beaten me up. (laughs) But that one was, well, that's special for me. It's special for me (laughs) because it's the first time. So it's special for okay, me. Okay, yeah. Like it's, it's precious. It's precious because I remember it was the, the first time you ever beat me up. Right. And so I like, I, like, I remember that one. Yeah. I remember that one. It was just in the room right over there. Mm-hmm. And I remember like your face and I remember the, the, the fist coming down. I remember like 
covering and going mm-hmm. not my not my money maker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were we saving that or did we do that? I feel like we talked about it. Okay. I feel like we talked about it. So what about the second time. The second time wasn't wasn't <laughs> second time wasn't okay because I was driving. At like three miles an hour. Well, yeah, I had to slow down because. <laughs> yes, you were, you, first of all, for those that don't know, I used know, all my limbs. In for that those one. I that think don't I know, I got my foot up. My wife here. Stand up. Just go stand up there for a second. Now I now have the visual the the visual medium. My wife has extraordinary legs. Extraordinary, like like those legs that do a little kick. Show show the audience those legs. What those legs can do. Yeah. So she's got strong dancer legs. Super strong dancer legs, and. She, she, we got in, a thing you happened a where, dick. where, no, that's not what I was going to say. <clears throat> we got into it. And I don't think it was because I was a dick. I really don't think, I mean, that's not that I'm not, not a dick all the time, but I think that it was something else. And you, she wedged herself up against the side of the car and continued <laughs> to kick the shit out of me while I'm driving to where, like, I'm becoming pulp to the side <laughs> of the car. And, and I finally was like, I think I grabbed her hand and I was like, please. No, no more. No moss. No, I was horrible. I was like, no moss. No moss. I give up. I, this was all based off of a combination of me being a dick and her being, a, being hormonal. And the combination, I've realized now, like a combination of husband. Dick, dick and hormones is d- bad. Dick and hormones, bad. Like husband being a dick, wife being hormonal, bad. Dick and hormone, bad. Dick and hormone, bad. Dick and hormone, bad. So bad. So, well, that'll be the title of this podcast. Dick and hormones? Dick plus hormones, hormones equals, equals bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm propped up with my hormones. <laughs> and you're I'm not a dick anymore. I just decided Shred. to Oh, come on. What do I what what do I do now that's dicky? Mm. Get get out of jail free card right now. Go ahead. Like lately what's the most mad or most dicky thing that you've seen me do that just that just got you? Last night, while I was making <laughs> Well, I was hoping for like, well, a month ago. <laughs> I was making our kids dinner, the rice yeah. cakes with butter. Yeah. Well done on that. On, on, on that, our kid has appendicitis this morning <laughs> from you feeding them rice cakes for dinner and then acting all guilty and justifying it and <laughs> in front of me about it. But anyway, go ahead. So you had fed our kids rice cakes for dinner with butter, <laughs> five of them in a row, and then proceeded to brag about what a pleasure, pleasurable experience this was for you when you were a kid. You know, when I would stay at my sister's house, I'd have rice cakes and butter, and it made me feel really good. And me going, okay, just shut up, Bodish. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Just shut up. Just shut up. And so you're like, yeah, I was really, I really have great memories of when I'd go to my sister's house and I wouldn't be forced to eat a dinner. So that's why tonight I'm just giving my kids rice cakes and butter for dinner. And I'm like, shut up, shut up, don't say anything, Bodie. So but I was perceiving the shut up, shut up, don't say anything, Bodie. And so then I looked at you and you're like, why do you always look at no, me weird? No, no. So when then you say that you just look at so me, then, like then you look at me, and I'm like. It's rice cakes and butter. We're talking about rice cakes and butter, and you're like, oh, look at your crooked. I was, okay, cut I to the- Look at your crooked. Cut to this morning. It's a thing I do. I look at your my crooked. My wife on the phone with a doctor because my kid is having appendicitis type pains, and they're wondering, like, what's this diet been like? And Jenna's eyes on the phone. <laughs> she goes, well, let's see. So Jenna, she's ruling Jenna's out. eyes on the phone. It's like, well, what did they eat last night? And Jenna's like- um, and she's trying to sound all casual about it, like uh, rice cakes and butter, but like that's all they had. <laughs> she's like she, she tried to, you tried to like you tried to breeze past it. What did they, what did they have? What do you have for dinner last night? Rice cakes and butter. Like you're trying to like end next question. I don't want to stick on that one too long. <laughs> and she glances over at me, and I'm like, I'm fucking not saying anything here. <laughs> I'm a great mom. <laughs> you killed. And her. then this morning, I was just yelling at them. 
Yeah, you had to get you had to get a timeout. I did. I got a mom timeout. <laughs> to go upstairs and get a timeout. I did. I did. And then she came back down and she was like, I got it now. <laughs> like, okay, that's very reassuring. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, mom has lost it. Hormonal and lost it. Dick so, and hormones. And so I'm, I'm, I'm on the job, so I'm like getting them dressed to get them out of the house. I was just going to let yeah, you Yeah, but on space. a total bypass of me. Was, I yeah. walk into the bedroom and you're like, I got this. I did. I got this. I was, I was like, no, I just want to I was help. a dick. I was like, the, I was like, I got this. Like, no, you, you clearly got your time out. I got it. So I, I tried to ban it, banish you away. Yeah, you banish it. But I wasn't going to be banished. You weren't. You were like, no, no, I got this. And I was like, oh, I'm very reassured. Shall I prepare the rice cakes for you so we can get some breakfast? And- <laughs> They're still on the counter. <laughs> Dinner? Dinner on the counter? <laughs> yeah, but then you like give them sugar. Like, what? Look, as a kid, I did whatever. It's whatever serving the my argument whole at thing, the time. My whole thing is I give them a little bit of sugar after they eat. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did they have before your rice cake and butter dinner? I just realized what you had fed them before the rice cakes and butter. What? Ice cream cones. <laughs> they got ice cream cones. <laughs> that, they talked you into giving them ice cream cones for their pre-dinner snack, thinking we'd get a very good dinner in them, and it was it's cakes and butter. Cut to our sons have appendicitis. <laughs> there is no ice cream in the cone. That's and true. And the cones are gluten free. Oh my god, we are killing it. <laughs> we are killing it. <sighs> he ate chicken a few days ago. <laughs> Uh, 